Football, baby! Thursday night, Losing Sucks, we are live, episode 91. Post-game, the Packers lose, Travis is sad, Aaron Rodgers looks terrible, but not as bad as Matt LaFleur's play calling, and Sammy Watkins, who is Dunzo. Ben Dunzo, we don't need to say it, but man, it hurts. Dustin is getting married this weekend, this is the last show of a (laughs) non-married Dustin, and yep. when we come back to you guys on Tuesday for our pre-Thanksgiving marathon, Dustin yep. will have the first ring on a finger <laughs> since knowing this man. <laughs> since the day I met him, he will oh finally have a ring. That brings me joy because it has been a long time coming to see this man That's right. win a ring. That's right. We finally... It's, <laughs> Welcome it's, to the show, Dustin. <laughs> It's looking good. <laughs> that one, that one made me smile. Because uh, if it didn't, it'd make me cry. Uh, that was good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Getting married. Uh, getting married in less than forty-eight hours. So maybe you'll have are. multiple rings this year. I'm starting with so. this one. Maybe this starts a trend. This, this is good. This, you know what? You, all it takes is one. It just takes just one. One ring, and all the other fingers fingers feel left out. That's right. We're going to start stacking them up. All right, here's what we're doing tonight. We don't have Mm -hmm. to talk about Thursday night too much. Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry. He threw for a touchdown, which was a fun play. Christian Watson looks like what we hoped Alan Lazard would be. I think he's going to be the number one receiver there the rest of the way. We said as early, as late, actually, I don't know if it's late or early, but early this afternoon, we said we still think Lazard is the one. I no longer feel that way. You know, it's funny that you think uh, that you say that because I was having a thought as I was watching this game. I'm like, you know what? I think Aaron is actually starting to look elsewhere because Alan Lazard, he's getting, he was getting the opportunities, but he was not converting them. He can't catch. He's not. He's yeah. He's not being the the clutch guy. He was going to Cobb. He, you saw some Watson, a lot of Aaron Jones. You saw. Yeah. I mean Watson with the. He's, he's he's coming up clutch, and honestly, sometimes that's what what it takes. And it's gonna be more and more. It's going to yeah. It's not gonna be this all of a sudden takeover. I don't think, but I think it's going to be like you said. It's going to be more and more slow and steady, and less touchdown dependent. Hopefully, yeah. He can start seeing some volume, and honestly, that doesn't necessarily make Watson this you know league winner, but it just makes everybody more uh, volatile and frustrating. Um, I agree. But with that being said, Travis, uh, get it done. If you're if this is your first time listening, first time watching, we are losing sucks. That's Travis. I'm Dustin. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at losing sucks and check out losing sucksfancy.com. We've got we've got a preview for uh for week eleven, Trav. We've got some buy sells. Got a lot of fun Last stuff. Last chance here. for romance. Trade deadline is Ooh. here in many, many leagues. I like it. Uh, there was a guy, a vendor, who sold peanuts and beer at the Astros and Rockets games in Houston growing up, and he would scream, last call for alcohol, and then he would oh, say, yeah. last chance for romance, and <laughs> we've got some guys, I think five or six guys, this is the last like chance it. for romance. If you want to buy or sell at great values, mm. these guys should be on the move. I love it. Big picks coming up at the yes. end of the show. We've got some stardom, sit rapid fires, very tough decisions um, where we get it. to basically hear what Dustin says and then tell him why, why he's wrong. Love it. That's my favorite part of this. That, being wrong. I, I've come to realize tonight, um, as you tell me, Twitter's on the brink of breaking. Yep. I told you that last week, man. What's going on with Twitter right now, and it, ha- it, it might have been all year, but it's bad right now, is... People hound yeah. you to make a take, and then when you back it up with any kind of numbers and make a take, yeah, the only goal is to say you're wrong. Here's why. Right. Yeah. Essentially, I mean, that's why you toxic get more isn't the right word, but like, what are we doing? 
I mean, you got to ask yourself why you're you're consuming the content. If we want to get philosophical here, you know, <laughs> you know just, people you. are just looking to be combative, and I get it if I, you disagree. Yeah. Like the ones that are, like Jacob and um, and Kelly, like I appreciate them because they back stuff with numbers and they ask the right questions. Sure. But people that are like, right. "No, you suck," it's like, okay, thanks, right. <laughs> thank you for coming yeah, by. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, you get more interaction. Like, you're more you're more likely to talk to someone if you don't agree with them than you are to have a whole conversation. Like, oh wow, hey, I agree with you. Here, like, you're not going to go off and like, here are all the reasons why I agree with you. Like, yes. that's 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 not a thing that happens. But uh, all right, I'm going to ask we, you, would you rather to start tonight? And oh then we'll get wow, into it. we are we are just twisting and turning this. I like it. I like. Speaking it. of rings, Dustin, would you rather? Lose okay. your wedding ring the first week you have it. Oh, no. If it meant you would win four fantasy rings this year. Oh, no. All right. That's tough. Or you don't ever lose your wedding ring and you win zero fantasy rings for the next three seasons. I can find another ring. I can get another <laughs> ring. I can. That is the right answer <laughs> can, as we uh, are a winning show. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Uh losing sucks. So um I don't think I don't think I could To I hell with that ring I'll buy a new yeah, one with the winnings I'll, from the league. I'll find a new ring. <laughs> yeah, I'll be okay. I'll make I'll one out okay. of foil. I just need a fantasy ring. Right. I'll make I'll make a fantasy <laughs> ring myself. We'll we'll figure this out. I love let's it. give That's the, the right let's answer. let's give the people some opportunities to disagree with us and to um to call us out on the interwebs travis let's get into our last chance for romance right now who's our first candidate to break down it is going to be james connor and he is going to be a sell for me right now next Ooh. six weeks for james connor is as bad as it gets for a running back san francisco chargers are not terrible um they're not great against the run but they can get right. it going then you've got bye week new england denver and tampa bay right three of those weeks are top three defenses against the run right. with an unhealthy kyler murray i'm selling after a two touchdown week 10 james right. connor if you can get a top 20 receiver or an equal back with a better schedule i would do it would you trade james connor for tony pollard right now absolutely I would okay. give I would give Connor and some. I think if you are on the cusp of if you're trying to push for a playoff spot and James Connor is your running back, I think you need to trade him and a little something extra and get you someone with a buy that is yeah. passed. Which brings us into our next candidate right now. Even though James Connor had two touchdowns, you need to look to buy someone who has a you know, maybe a uh, a bye week already in the past, and our next candidate, Travis, is Devin Singletary. Are you going to buy him right now, or are you going to sell him right now? I'm looking to buy. I think the price is cheap. This is a guy who's never gotten respect to his name, uh, at least not the Ever. respect that he deserves from the fantasy community. This, this is the shame. cheapest, the cheapest running back who gets around 15 touches, 13 to 15 touches a week, on right arguably the best for sure top three offense out there the bye week is gone right expectations for Devin Singletary are realistically a really strong flex play I don't know that he's a top 20 running back week in and week out he will give you those weeks though as we just saw right but he's very useful he owns the backfield Naeem Hines they brought in people thought fade Singletary he had six snaps he is solely insurance and special teams um, Devin Singletary yeah. looked at his snap share the last four games. It's been nice. 86%, 75%, 74%, 72%. Yes, it's a little bit downward trending. Josh Allen has been running the heck out of the ball. Devin right. Singletary is still the number one running back there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you've seen other guys get involved, but he's, you know, especially as the, the weather gets colder, you're going to see probably a little bit more running um, yeah. as they try to avoid this blizzard in buffalo this week devin singletary like we, we talked about uh, last episode he had those two touchdowns and he is seeing more work so i like singletary as a flex buy you know if you can get him on the cheaper end i would try to push for it if you can get james connor you know you know sell him for a singletary plus i think you could do worse yeah um I alvin Kamara is the other is the next guy on our list here 
he uh, he has been kind of up and down this season. He still has immense talent. Travis, what do you suggest our listeners do with Alvin Kamara in their leagues? This is kind of a two-sided thing here. If you are in a position that you are 7-3 and three or better, I would buy Alvin Kamara. If you are six and four or worse, five and five, four and six or worse, sure, sell Kamara because the name will return an equal value elite type player who doesn't have the schedule that I'm about to say. Oof. He over the last two weeks he's been atrocious. Six fantasy points, five fantasy points. Um, but the schedule does not get better. He's got Rams at San Francisco at Tampa Bay, and then by week. It's yeah. not unplayable, but yeah. Alvin Kamara is going to be outside the top 20 running backs in three of the next four weeks. I feel like that's pretty safe to say, and he can get you somebody that will finish inside the top 10 to 12 in three of the next four. He's got a week 14 bye. He's got a week it's, 14 bye. And that's why I say if you're seven and three, if you feel like I'm in, go yeah. get him. And sell the point that I just made that that owner can't wait for Camara to have another terrible three or four weeks. Right. You can, and then the playoff schedule is cake. Then you get to reap the rewards of the wait. If you're six and four or worse, you can't do that. Go get somebody who can help you now. I like that. I like that. We had a polarizing uh, pop up on Twitter, Travis. Somebody had a very spicy take for one Brandon Ayuk. He was said to be a sell high, sell low, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever end of the spectrum of the IUK yeah. scale you find yourself on. He's a sell. And I want you to tell the people right now why he's a sell. Because I may agree, I may disagree with you, but I want to hear you tell people. I want to hear you back up your take um, after you traded him uh, for David Montgomery in our home league. I was very happy with that trade. I offered Hollywood Brown and was told absolutely not. Only wow. somebody like Ayuk would get that done. I immediately hit accept. Holy the cow. feeling around Brandon Ayuk is very high right now. The 49ers just played in primetime, and he yep. balled out in primetime. When you look at the actual fantasy points, it wasn't crazy. But no. he was making awesome catches. He does catch your eye. It was a quiet day from Kittle. It was quiet from Debo and quiet from McCaffrey. That helps Ayuk stick out. However, if sure. I told you that he has two top 25 weeks on the season so far and hasn't missed a game, that changes your mind a little bit. He has not gone over the 85-yard mark, and I know that's not a thing, the 85-yard mark. <laughs> right, that, the covered at 85. He, people got upset that I chose 85 because it supports <laughs> it was, the argument. That's kind of what little you bit do. Cherry-picked. It's kind of what you do when you are trying to make a point. He hasn't had 76 yards in a game all right. season long. Well, to me, like when I, the reason why I picked 85, aside from the fact that he hasn't hit that mark, is mm -hmm. to me, 85 feels like a pretty big game. Whereas if you have a 65 or 75-yard game, it's like, oh, he probably had a 40 or 50-yard catch and was quiet the rest of the day. 85, you're pretty darn involved. Yeah. It's only 10 yards difference, but it feels like sure. a lot more. Maybe it opens us up. Maybe it open needs to open up our eyes. Maybe we need to look at other metrics. You know, yeah. EPA. You know, uh, you know, EPAs or, and all that other good stuff. Um, maybe. But we metrics need to aside, it's it's. Sure. Do you think Brandon Ayuk can have a big enough role to be a top twenty to twenty four running back? That was my point in the sure. post. Sure. Yeah, I think he can. I think I think that he definitely can have a big enough role. Um. In a you know, in any given game, but again, is he is he just that good to where he can hold off a you know Christian McCaffrey you know now Elijah Mitchell game a Kittle game a Debo game? This team like I I don't like the too many mouths to feed. This one just feels like he's not the talent to just overtake all of these guys and make them irrelevant. Any one of these guys could have a great game depending on the opponent. so Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Ayuk's talent is top level, but they all are. We heard Collinsworth saying it. This is a Pro right. Bowl roster. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like they that, don't need him to do that. 
I don't think he is that that top end talent. Is what I'm saying. Is like I don't think like it's not like he's Devonte Adams that's going to come in right. here and oh well he's easily the number one and no he's I think Debo is still that guy. He just hasn't yeah. been the last few weeks. Like being Kittle, athletic and demanding touches are different. Right, right, right. I think there are going to be games where it is Christian McCaffrey. It is other guys. Just again. I like what you did there in the home league, selling him for David Montgomery, the volume with Herbert out offense, especially now against Atlanta this week. I and think... I'm five and five. It, yes. Khalil Herbert should come back in four weeks. Right. I expect right. him to come back. Right. But four weeks is the rest of the fantasy season. Pretty much. For a regular season. If you're five right. and five, like I am, you need to David Montgomery is huge yeah. because every week is elimination. It feels like. It does feel that way. I am definitely one of those guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, have to, I mean, most people are. It's been that kind of year where you're either six and four or five and five. Yeah. Oh, this is just a reminder that I need to find a rapid fire sound drop. But here we are. Let's let's jump into the stardom situm rapid fire round. Travis, I love what you've got here. Hit me with these questions. I'm here for it. I love to be wrong. I love the role reversal here because I feel less responsible for the answer and I just get to poke holes in the argument. I love it. I, love I did it. provide you with some facts though. So here we go. Daniel Jones versus Detroit. Dustin, start sit based on the following. Inside the top 12 quarterbacks, meaning a QB1, twice this season. Detroit has allowed the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks so far. But... Okay. The Giants have thrown the 29th most passes in the NFL. Something's got to give here. Does Daniel Jones qualify as a stardom for you? I think he does. Because what we just saw, look, I'm not I'm not going to compare him to Justin Fields, but Vanilla Vic <laughs> is able to Vanilla run. Vanilla Vic, I love that. He is able to run and he has enough. Like, they don't throw it a lot because they don't have really anyone to throw it to. It's Saquon right. and then... Kenny. Wandale, Richie, James, Galladay, Bellinger. Like, yeah. uh, that's, that's really all they have. So, I'm going to go off and say, yes, he's a stardom. If you, you know, if, if he's a stardom or he's a streamer, yes. Uh, Elias yeah, is point. calling you out. Good point. Yep. Uh, Why Slayton's... don't you know all seventy six <laughs> right. receivers for the oh, Giants? <laughs> <laughs> Elias, oh, that's geez. true. He is the best one. Uh, to be fair, no. Saquon Barkley is their best receiver. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would start. I would start Goff. Or I'm sorry, I would start um, Daniel Jones in this one. Would you start Daniel Jones over Davis Mills versus Washington at home? One hundred and ten percent. Yes. All right. Moving on. Jared Goff, same game versus the New York Giants. Two games this season, just like Daniel Jones, as a QB1 inside the top 12. Is okay. Jared Goff a stardom for you? Would you start him over Daniel Jones? Um, You know what? I, I don't think that I would start him over, over Daniel Jones. I would. Um, you would? I would. More weapons. I like guys who throw more. He... That that makes sense. I'm I'm I I don't really have a great argument over <laughs> Vanilla other than, Vic is the argument. You're basically like, saying Jones. Do I has want to floor run. or ceiling? Like I don't think Goff like gives me the super huge ceiling. Uh, granted, he's had That's huge true. games, yeah. um, but like I don't expect this game to be. You know, the Giants actually have a pretty decent defense, um, so I don't really. I mean. I don't really want to sit here and say that the Giants are this sieve on defense and you know you can just throw all over them. They do have more weapons than the Giants. It's hard not to have more weapons than the Giants. So, yeah, I mean, you know, do you think with Chark out and Josh Reynolds out, there's anybody left for Goff to throw to? Um... Amon Ra, I mean Swift. <laughs> Swift will get there. You're like, yes, there are weapons. Yep. Um, I just think like the Giants can get beat, but they don't get beat by quarterbacks. You know, like they don't give up huge games. Detroit has given yeah. up the second most fantasy points to the quarterback position. The Giants um, feel like Tennessee. They will run the clock 
and yes. shorten the game as much as they, they can. Do. If they can they run it 12 times in a row, they will. Bite your kneecaps, and they want to grit and all this other good word play. But at the end of the day, it's the Lions. Um, I think you can score on them. Uh, their defense is awful. And I think that Daniel Jones, if we're just comparing Daniel Jones to Jared Goff, I'm going Daniel Jones with the rushing upside, and I think right. that he can do what Jared Goff can do through the air. All right. The running backs now take the stage. Yes. Deontay Foreman versus the Baltimore Ravens, 17.4 points per game. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, however, is top 10 against opposing running backs, and they are coming off of a bye week where I would expect they are sharp and going to take away the best weapon. They also now have Baker Mayfield throwing the ball again. I am nervous for Foreman. Are you? Um. Yes, I am nervous. I think that, look, I still have flashbacks from the Cincinnati game. Okay, so that's that's one thing. Watching, right. watching this team against a good team is rough. Watching what the Baltimore Ravens did to the Saints was rough. But I think that there, if if Carolina oh, can, are the, is Baltimore not coming off a bye? Baltimore is coming off a bye. Oh, they we no, this... no, they're not. No, they're not. Uh, Baltimore actually, um, they just played the Saints. They just played the Saints. Okay, I don't yeah. know. Oh, oh, Gus Edwards coming back. I see. I see. Right. That that threw me off. Right. Okay, so they're not coming off a bye. That doesn't change a whole lot for you. But right, Deontay Foreman, inside they're or outside your top good. twenty. I think he's going to be, oh, goodness, you had to do that. Because um, that's how people are viewing him as an RB2. Oh, wait, no. You know what? They are coming off a bye. Baltimore is coming off oh, a bye. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I am, I'm, with, I'm with Elias. I, I think you start Foreman, but you don't what have. What the hell is even that? What the you don't hell have, is even that? Loop it. You don't have ex, uh, expectations of 20 points for sure. Okay. Um, goodness. Yeah, I don't have expectations, but I think, I mean, especially with bye weeks going on, I think, yeah, he'll probably be within the top 24. Top 20 is tough. Singletary ex- or Foreman? Oh, God. Singletary. I I'm agree. Singletary. Yeah. All right. Oof. Melvin Gordon. This is just getting sexier and sexier. Melvin Gordon versus Las Vegas. Melvin with 7.25 carries. Per game over the last four. Oof. Oh. That's fun. Las oh, Vegas. I, I just dropped that F-bomb. I apologize. <laughs> Las Vegas giving up 23.9 points per game to opposing running backs, which is bottom six in the league. Does Melvin Gordon give you 13.5 points in half PPR? No, he gives me heartburn in half PPR. Um, right. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not starting Melvin. I don't like that offense. It looks awful. Melvin looks a little washed to me. Okay. I I just I'm I'm not in on Melvin. I'm not in on that Broncos offense. Um much like Twitter, I expect that team to fall apart. All right, we're both out on Melvin Gordon. If you're in on Melvin Gordon, see a doctor. Please Isaiah uh, Pacheco, <laughs> message me and tell me why you're in on Melvin Gordon. I would love to have that conversation. <laughs> yes. Uh Isaiah Pacheco versus the Los Angeles mm. Chargers coming off of 16 carries for 82 yards. Nice. Los Angeles yes. allowing the third most fantasy points to running back 27.4 per game. Is this a great matchup for Pacheco or do we see him disappear once again? Oh man. I think this is a great matchup for Pacheco. I also am terrified because the running back is not very important to the Kansas City Chiefs. They run it so that they can protect Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Yep. I don't think they run it to be part, you know, a huge part of their offense. Um so whereas I think this is a great opportunity for Pacheco, I don't necessarily think like the Chiefs think that the only way to beat the Chargers is to run the ball down their throat. Would you so, play him over Melvin Gordon? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's. I have to play Pacheco in one league, um, in our home league. So the thing is, this if he could have another seventy to eighty yard day and get a touchdown. He yep. He could also have four touches for thirteen yards, and nobody would be surprised could. at either nope. one. 
It's like, oh, that's we've seen both of these. <laughs> it's very, it, that's just what the Chiefs do. If Jerry McKinnon had 15 touches, we'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy's good too. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, oh. two more two more backfields to figure out here. I'm not giving you anything easy on these stardom sit-ems. Oh, goodness. Washington versus Houston. Who are you playing? What are your expectations for Robinson and Gibson? Realistic. Um, realistically, I expect Gibson to probably have, you know, I'd, I'd probably say eight to ten rushes in this game, and I expect Robinson to have probably close to 15. Okay. I think, you know, they 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 know that the way to beat this Houston team is to run the ball. Granted, they have the weapons to be able to throw it, but Houston has not stopped a running back all season long. So is Gibson flex worthy? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I hate saying that facing him in some do or die matchups this week, but yeah, yeah. If, uh, if you're in a spot where you're deciding, uh, Gibson is absolutely yeah. Because you know what. I sit here like I'm not in in the you know in the meeting rooms with these guys. You know I don't know exactly how many touches they're going to get, but Gibson, they very well could split the touches and both of them get a dozen touches, and yeah. that's a useful day against a terrible um, Houston run defense. So I think that 100%. If you are in a position where you can reasonably put Gibson into your lineup, I think I would. All right, and finally at running back, Atlanta running backs versus your Chicago Bears. What to expect from Patterson and the rest? I actually will be talking about one of the running backs later in the show, okay. but I, I expect big things from the running backs in Atlanta, and I think that this is going to be another high-scoring game because neither of these defenses can stop the other. Um and I think I think we're going to see plenty of Cordero Patterson. I think we're also going to see out of trying to save Cordero Patterson's body and the way they like to use him in this offense. I think you're going to see Tyler Algier get probably you know 20 touches in this game. 20 you touches. Know, I think I think you could realistically see that in this game. Wow. Okay. Do you think Atlanta's trying to lose? I think they're doing a great job of losing. Like I think if it's really close, they're not yeah. trying to make plays to win. Do you think that that's what they're being told to do or I don't think is so. that too far? I don't think so. I, okay. I think that's too far. Um, just as like, I, I think that'd be like, say, are the bears trying to lose? The bears are trying to win these games, they, yeah. but the GM knows like this team is probably not good enough to make those plays at the end of the game to close out games that you need. So he'll take his bet that they're not gonna be able to do it. You don't think you know? Chicago's tanking for CJ Stroud? No, a hundred percent. So not. they could, they could do, they could go double, Ohio State quarterback at the same time. Oh, wow. Time. It'd be like the first ever, like, dual quarterback <laughs> NFL system. Like, they have them both out there in the field. Like, is it a running quarterback play or a passing this quarterback play? This is the new play? thing. If you, want to pl- if you want to be in a split quarterback backfield, go to Ohio State and then go to Chicago. <laughs> oh, God. Could you imagine that? Like, they don't know which. They have C.J. Stroud, Justin Fields, and then they just snap it one way or the other, and the defense is like, which way, which play? <laughs> Terrible. All right, I'm going to tell you, Elias, as a question, can you guys help me pick two to start? This cup injury news is scaring me. Okay. Kadarius Tony, Garrett Wilson, Curtis Samuel, or Van Jefferson, pick two PPR. I have my Ooh. two. Let's see if they're lined up with yours. Give me your first for sure start. All right, I'm going to be 100% real with you. Um, this is an ugly question. <laughs> it's ugly, um, but I have two. All right, um, my first one, I know that I want him in my lineup this week, is Kadarius Tony. I agree. Number two? I, um, so I want Curtis Samuel in my lineup. Okay, I'm Garrett Wilson. I think what you said about Washington running backs is true. They're going to run all over Houston. New York just did it. And yeah, if they're I, able to do that, which I think they will be able to, uh, they're not going to need a whole lot of Curtis Samuel. I think Garrett Wilson is just such the clear alpha there. Even though the Patriots are good and yeah. they're well coached, I think Garrett Wilson's talent, he should right. get 8 to 10 targets. That should turn into 60, and seven, 60 to 70 and hope for a score. That's fair. That's fair. Finally, for the stardom sit him we get to wide receiver michael pittman this is depressing to talk about he has the philadelphia eagles i have on the show sheet in all caps oh my game log since week three this is where he's finished 
since week three. Wide receiver, 42, 65, 43, 10. Great week. Hey. Followed by 58, 49, 55, 48. Unplayable has been Michael Pittman. However, Matt Ryan Oof. is back for a second game in a row. I believe they will be playing catch-up against an angry Philadelphia Eagles team. And he is number yeah. seven in the league at receiver for targets on the season. Which Does this wild. start to write itself? Um, No. Wow. No. Uh, Where would you look, put him this week then? Him? He's outside my top 30 this week. Wow. Okay, so uh, Garrett Wilson or Michael Pittman? Garrett Wilson. Oh, 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 my gosh. This hurts your soul. It does. Um, but <laughs> I'm not playing Michael it's Pittman against Darius It's only been 10 weeks Slay. this was a guy you loved. Yeah, I've watched this game. I've watched this team operate. And, yeah, he has a lot of targets. And all of those targets suck. Every wow. single one of them. Um, I think I would have to start Pittman over Garrett Wilson and Curtis nope. Samuel type. Oh, yeah, I would start I him mean, over Curtis Samuel. Uh, Tony yeah. and Garrett Wilson are the guys I would start over Michael Pittman. But, yeah, I would take him next. But Michael Pittman, and t- he's got to show me something, man. Like, this the volume offense? is there. It has to happen, right? <sighs> yeah, yeah. We've been saying tell- all year, follow the volume. Chris we Godwin gave me five or six year, terrible like, games in a row. Uh, the volume we said it. We said it. We said we said it about Allen Robinson. Okay, true. We, like I'm not following crap. Okay, like you you show me. Okay, like this team has been bad. I need. All a right, couple you're all weeks. the way out. You're all the way out on Pittman. He's on my bench until he can show me. Like you just listed off. Why not sell him? Why not sell him? What are you gonna sell him for? You can well, get Tyler Boyd. Okay, sure. Uh, Tyler Boyd is reasonable. Uh, I would start I could, Tyler Boyd all I day would, long. I would start a lot of receivers over Michael Pittman <laughs> right now. At least 30 of them is what you're saying. Uh, DJ Moore versus Baltimore. Baker Mayfield is back. Baltimore gives up 31 points per game to opposing wide receivers. That is a lot. Are you starting DJ Moore this week? Against 31 Baltimore. points per game. Yes, I would I would tr- yeah. Ugh, you know what? Uh this is this is what's tough because it's Baker Mayfield throwing the ball. Here comes 60 uh, with no I score. yeah, here comes like <laughs> he's going to go 12 of 35 and DJ Moore is going to have two receptions for 12 yards and yeah. everyone's going to have a bad day. And they'll be on the first drive and you're like, "All right." Yeah, and that's then awesome, you know, good. And then it's be so bad. I don't <sighs> God, I hate that Baker Mayfield's back in this freaking lineup. Um, Elias, yeah, I would start Curtis Samuel over Garrett Wilson, but I would also start Garrett Wilson over Michael Pittman Jr. So, yes. Yes, but you did say a second ago, this is why it's confusing. You said, I would start Garrett Wilson over Michael Pittman, but I Mm -hmm. would start Michael Pittman over Curtis Samuel. So what you're saying is... You have Garrett Wilson over Samuel. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'm there's a change. law. There's a yeah. law there. It's yeah, like there's, a there's plus probably B some C, thermodynamics like law. All right, I yeah. changed my mind. Yeah, Michael Pittman not over Curtis Samuel then. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Curtis um, Samuel over Michael Pittman. Thank you for correcting me. I'm not always perfect. I've got wedding brain, guys. I'm, you still have uh, Curtis Samuel over Garrett Wilson. Yes. Yes, okay. I do. Uh, Rondale Moore. Okay. Versus San Francisco 49ers, future winners of the division. If Hollywood Brown is out, mm-hmm. are you starting Rondale Moore? Interesting facts here. Rondale Moore, over mm-hmm. the last three weeks, is averaging eight catches on 10 targets. Yes. And our friend from Twitter, Justin, says Rondale Moore is a smash play this week. San Francisco's been getting absolutely torched out of the slot all month. Three wide receiver one finishes. One wide receiver to finish. Rondale Moore has finally moved into the slot full time. If Hollywood is out, how comfortable are you and Rondale? Well, that's a great question. Um, Rondale is an enigma to me. I'm looking at his receiving yards by week right now. His receptions, air yards, everything is pointing up. Every yep. like the last five, four weeks, his targets have gone up. His, He's been very playable. His targets have gone from he was in week seven. Geez, four of the last five weeks he's played, 
10 targets, two targets in week seven, but then eight, 10, 13 targets in week 10. Yeah. This is why he's on the show. I think, I think you have to play him. Um, that offense isn't always great, but I, I like Colt McCoy. I think he's going to end up playing again this week. And I think Rondale is showing that he can do a lot of things. He's, Jeez, he's had 90, 69, and 94 receiving yards in the last three weeks. He if I told you he out-targets and out-catches Brandon Ayuk, would you play him over Ayuk? Yeah, of course. Okay, so again, people do not view Rondale Moore as a top 24 receiver. They just this don't. This week they should. They should, but but overall they don't. And they do view right. Brandon Ayuk like that. That goes I back to why we've self. seen Ayuk do it for a longer period no, of time. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. We've seen the IUK for the last He's couple seasons. He's had two games in his last 16 games played. Twice he's gone inside the top 20. That's interesting. And both of those much more. are the, over the last month. One with really? two touchdowns. Is that is that real? One had two touchdowns in it, and the other was Debo was out. That's for real. That's yes. crazy. Wow, that doesn't feel. I didn't. I got to look that up. I got to see it with my own I eyes. I just That's, did. It was part of the argument on Twitter, and I put it on Twitter, and people were saying I'm still cherry cow. picking. Oh, man. 16 weeks. Although, all right, so if we're talking about like wide receiver finishes, sure. But he has had four weeks in a row, like, hasn't he, that he's had like 80 some odd yards? Oh, has he yes, had touchdowns? He's had two touchdowns in the same game. Oh, that goodness. and that game is one of the two of the last sixteen games he's played that he's been inside the top twenty. Oh wow! The numbers are not there. He has a cool name. He flies through the air, but he is not that dude in that offense. I gotta take a look at this because this is this is throwing me through a loop here. His receiving yards by week. Oh wow! Fifty is at eighty three, eighty two, eighty one, eighty four. Okay. If you but have 80 yards had... and no touchdowns, you're outside the top 20. Yeah, I mean, which he's, he's done seen... 14 at the last 16. He's games. got 44 receptions, 593 yards. This is wild to me. I cannot believe that he doesn't have more. But he catches I... less than five balls a week. Yeah, I mean, it is a low volume passing offense. So, look, I I'm gonna roll with you. I gotta say, Rondell Moore over Ayuk, and I don't think that you have to feel icky about it i feel like more is getting more work but and i'm not saying buy rondale more because no, hollywood's coming back him. yes right. start rondale this week yeah but feel good about it i did my homework today dustin i want look i read through this sheet i just wanted to let the people know i have been an absentee father okay <laughs> and um, we're co-parents here <laughs> Travis, nobody's, nobody's left. Uh, Travis is like Dustin left to go get cigarettes and milk. He said he'll be back any minute. <laughs> and three years later, I have returned. Um, but Travis, you put together one hell of a show sheet here. Like I want to start I, backing I, up my hot takes with facts. I love it. Look, I love I love Travis's hot takes for the brand. They drive yes. me freaking nuts when I read them. But I'm like because they make you think. They do make me think, and I don't like it. And now when you think, yeah, yeah, but Ayuk's still that dude, and then you look in, he's not that dude. This season has made me really read into, like, okay, Travis says some some stuff, but then it also, like, I now What know else does every... Travis have? And Travis I'll give you a hint. He has a backwards hat. It's plural. Oh. Um, Starts with an R, and you're getting one Saturday. Whoa. Rings. Oh, cool. Okay. Travis awesome. has rings. Travis, Travis backs up arguments and hot takes. Does he I lose? Like he loses a lot. Losing sucks. <laughs> and losing sucks. And the takes are often wrong. But when they're right, they're really <laughs> that, right. That's, that's damn right. Oh, my God. New England gosh. wide receivers versus the Jets is our last stardom sit -em. Okay. Where are you putting Myers, and are you starting any other wide receiver from New England? I am starting Jacoby Myers. Yep. Uh, I think that there are many wide receivers you could do worse than than Jacoby Myers. I'm probably starting Jacoby Myers over Garrett Wilson. Um, which would also mean over Ayuk and Curtis Samuel. Which would, yeah, right. Right. So you um, are Garrett Wilson over Curtis Samuel? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, then um, stop saying it. 
I'm just gonna start saying things and not yes tie and them no. together. Yes and no. It's like you just you just contradicted. No, no, I know what I said. I know what I said. Um, New England wide receivers. It's it's just Jacoby Myers. It's just Jacoby Myers. And are you um, confident that he will give you in a PP half PPR, thirteen mm-hmm. to fourteen points? Am I confident? Um, I. He doesn't have conf- to get a touchdown to do that. I think no, he doesn't have to. Um, I think he'll probably have like six. Like he could have six receptions. Um, I think he is probably going to need a touchdown to reach the thirteen mark. But okay. he scored in three of the last four games he's played. So clear I, one there. I like yeah. I like him. They want to use him. I feel pretty good about him against the Jets. All right, we're getting into big picks, and for the first time ever. Oh. On our show sheet, we have nothing backing up these picks to read off of or refer back to. So everything will be shooting from the hip. Right off the cuff. Let's do it. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Oh, you know what's right. great? What's that? I always start to talk, and I just got a <laughs> notification on the screen when I opened my mouth that said, your mic is muted while the music <laughs> is playing. And I said, thank you, God. Do it for Perfect. me. Jimmy Garoppolo starts it off. Hmm. Quarterback, big pick of the week. Jimmy Garoppolo. The reason is this. It is Monday night. He's a handsome man. God. He has a healthy Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, and Elijah Mitchell. The weapons are galore. The Arizona Cardinals suck. They are not coached well. The 49ers roll them. And I think Jimmy G gives Mm -hmm. you 22 fantasy points this week. Holy cow. I think that's the highest points he'll ever have scored. It's possible. I think he throws for... (laughs) 275 and oh, wow. three and maybe Oof. gets 10 to 15 on the ground he'll approach that 22 10 to mark. 15 on the ground oh wow you are giving this man you know he has elijah mitchell and christian mccaffrey this There's is no his to... moment to say on monday night football trey lance moment. is done here this is my team i mean i don't really have like if they win the division and go the final four again and they don't start him next year, what are we doing? Uh, we're, what are we doing? You're asking questions that the fantasy community does not want to talk about. Okay, okay carry on. Your quarterback big pick of the week. My quarterback Tough big one. pick of the week <laughs> is – look, I wanted to say Justin Fields, okay? Just just out of, there, out of the gate. Justin He's too Fields, good. He's going to murder the Falcons, okay? That's going to happen. Yes. Um, but Lamar Jackson is my pick. It feels like not fair because Lamar Jackson against Carolina is great, but he should they have gave to go up, 10 points over projection. They've given up count. huge games to Kyler Murray. They've given up a 40 point performance to Marcus Mariota. Wow. So I Who can think, throw from um, his back. He can't throw from his back. Yeah. He, he pulls off the NCAA 14 graphics. So I like it. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with, uh, Lamar Jackson there and you know what? I'm not going to say he's going to score 10, but I think he'll score eight points over projection. That's fair. That's, that'll be tough to do when he's projected like 24, but that's the Mm -hmm. kind of day that you're saying he'll have 32 points. I think think he will. David Montgomery, the newly acquired David Montgomery Mm. without Khalil Herbert in a cake matchup against Justin Fields, hometown Falcons, I believe will have 80 to 100 yards and a score and a lot of dump offs. David Montgomery, when he's the only back in town, is really good and incredibly effective. I don't think we see Justin Fields running for 170 (laughs) yards again. Um, I don't think that that's what they want him to do. He's done it twice. I know. Three in a row would be a lot. I think David Montgomery gets some of that. Let's give David Montgomery in half PPR. Let's give him... 19 to 20 points i like that i like that um my running back big pick of the week is cordero patterson of the atlanta falcons i wonder which game we'll be watching this weekend (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, <Jeez>. man. <laughs> the Bears play. I'm getting married. I'm not doing anything but watching the Bears. Uh, that is that is my life. Um, but listen to, to these names that I'm going to read off. Jeff Wilson, Ramondre Stevenson, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Tony Pollard. All guys who have given uh, 20-point perform excuse me performances against the bears and i expect i expect that cordell patterson is going to be another one and i think also tyler algier is going to have a nice game in this one as well you can just run all over these bears it is awful and i think that the falcons will move the ball enough and get into the red zone enough for cordell patterson to be the swiss army knife that he is uh i think other than some fluky you know Kyle Pitts or Drake London touchdowns. I think Cordell Patterson is the guy you want in this game, and I expect him to have a big performance. I like game. it. I like the pick. I hope you're right. Another newly acquired member of the show in our little Giants League, meaning yeah, my not team. of losing socks. He's not on the show. No, yes, the team name is the show. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Uh, I got Tyler Boyd and Tyler Algier for okay. Alexander Madison and Kareem Hunt who I moved to the Dalvin Cook and the Nick Chubb owner. He wanted both insurance pieces after I sold him very hard. They did nothing for me. Tyler Boyd I'm excited about. Tyler Algier I'm excited about. Here's why I'm excited about Tyler Boyd. It's pretty simple. T. Higgins is the one. Tyler Boyd is the two. There is room for two receivers to have huge days for this offense. We have seen Tyler Boyd put up monster days um, this season, it's not, this is not something that, um, would be a shock to anybody if Tyler Boyd had a 20 point day, I think seven to eight catches a hundred to 115 yards and a score for Tyler Boyd. I love that. I love that. He feels safe. It doesn't feel like a reach. It feels like if he no. doesn't give you 14 in a, in a PPR format, it's like, he I got hurt. Especially against Pittsburgh, I think that that, yeah. that can definitely happen. Speaking of Pittsburgh, my big pick of the week, and I swear I did not mean to just go all in on one game this week. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bold pick This for is somebody a bold who pick. hasn't scored since Vietnam. But I, I think I have I think I think have a decent argument against it. Um, Chase Claypool is my big pick of the week, and big pick does not mean um, he should be the number one wide receiver on the week. Right. Big pick means I expect him to outperform his projection. And let me tell you why. He's facing the Atlanta Falcons, okay? And Atlanta Falcons have given up double-digit performances to a lot of, of wide receivers, most notably in the last few weeks. Guys who aren't necessarily the top wide receiver on their team, Tyler Boyd being one of them. But granted, he doesn't have a guy like um, you know Joe Burrow throwing to him. So what about a guy like Terrace Marshall? He scored 18 PPR points. Um, a guy like LaVisca Chenault, 23 points in that game. DJ Moore had a huge game against them. You know, we've, we've also seen guys that, you know, you don't really see a lot of production um, from Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's had some nice games recently. He had a double-digit performance against this team. Allen Robinson had a double-digit performance. Tyler Lockett. Wow. So, so basically, if Chase Claypool doesn't, he sucks. Oh, man, I don't want to say that. <laughs> you just said Terrace Marshall has done it. Allen Robinson has Please. done it. Donovan Peoples-Jones has done it. Yeah, I'm saying that. <laughs> God, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, the, he the stage is set. Claypool has. Plus, we've seen, look, we've seen big enough. games from Chase Claypool before, and after acquiring him another week in the system, I think, I think we could see um, a big performance from Chase Claypool. So... Top 20 performance, I'm not going to go that bold, but I am going to say he he is going to outperform his projection this week by at least five points. I like it. Finally, our tight end big pick of the week, Greg Dulcich. Sounds like fancy chocolate when I say it. I don't know why. Oh, maybe fancy. it's... That's Dul his name. Like a dulce de leche that, type. That's his name from now on, fancy chocolate. Fancy chocolate. Uh, <laughs> although dulce de leche, I don't know if, if, if that is fancy chocolate, but we're going to say Greg Dulcich from now Dulcich. on. Dulcich. I like it. Greg Dulcich. Um, with Jerry Judy out, I feel like he will be the clear and quick read second option for everybody's favorite, Russell Wilson. And... Oof. 
Denver coming off of a bye. Maybe they got some things. Oh, actually not coming off of a bye, but they are playing Vegas. Everybody's coming off of a bye. <laughs> Everybody's coming off of a bye. Everybody's um, got a bye. I feel like Denver finally turns the page and gets it going enough to where they can support Sutton and a second option. He will be the second option while Judy is out. I expect 65 to 75 yards and a touchdown for Greg. Dulcich. Ooh. Okay. Yep. I I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Um we had uh we had Estes um <laughs> dick. <laughs> he is uh look, uh I wanted to get to that question. Th- he has thoughts on Christian Watson. Estes, we definitely covered this at the beginning of the show. Um, Christian Watson is going to be part of a very frustrating wide receiver room, but yes, he is rising up the ranks. He's probably one C in that, that wide receiver room. Oh my gosh. No one C. Yeah. Who's one a probably Randall Cobb. (laughs) Uh, maybe I think Christian Watson to me doing it in back to back weeks. Yeah. I feel like it's a thing now this is not a, a one-hit deal i'm not selling him high no i'm holding on to christian probably, Watson. you could play him he's probably now flex comfortably um, i think he's a top 25 rest of rest of season no 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 that'll be a good one to monitor so we disagree I, you're saying you definitely disagree screw the packers and christian Watson. always and forever <laughs> all right tight end big pick of the week he is not fancy. He's gritty. He plays for the San Francisco 49ers, and he also happens to be facing a wonderful matchup in the Arizona Cardinals. It is none other than George Kittle. Um, Travis Kelsey, Noah Fant, Tyler Higby, and Jawan Johnson, Travis, have all given 20-point or more uh, PPR fantasy performances against this Arizona team. Holy and George cow. Kittle is one of those guys. I love this matchup for him. I think that for whatever reason, especially in division games, things go weird. Things happen. You know, teams try to find wrinkles that maybe that we haven't seen before. And George Kittle is going to be a guy that obviously you're starting him already. Right. But feel good about him. He's my big pick. I think he's going to have a good game. Does he have a George? I mean, that's how you know that you're a badass. If, if you can say, does he yeah. have a George Kittle day? And everybody knows what you mean. Does think, he have a George Kittle day? I think day? <laughs> multiple touchdowns are wow. likely in this game. And Okay, look, if you're gonna... if you're saying that's likely, yep. do you think Debo catches a touchdown? In this game? Yeah. No. Does IU catch a touchdown? They're all for George Kittle. All two of them. <laughs> So between McCaffrey, Ayuk, and Debo, none of them catch a touchdown. What about Jawan Jennings or Juice? Jawan Jennings? Uh, If anybody else catches a touchdown. Yes, I think the touchdowns go to George Kittle and Ray Ray McLeod. That's all (laughs) All the touchdowns. So Jimmy throws three and is a big pick of the week. That's what we were getting at. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, you're right through it. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, Dustin, bring us home one more time as a – as, As an a, engaged man. All right, I can do for that. For those who just joined us, Dustin is getting married. I get in married in, in less, less than, than 48 hours. hours. This and is correct. It will be a great sight to see a ring on this man's finger. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Make sure, um, first of all, you all have something to look forward to next week as we'll be back on Tuesday with our long episode of the week. Um, Thanksgiving week, we will not be uh, recording on thanksgiving thursday but with that being said thank you so much for our listeners and for you listening at home uh, for you watching and along with us right now interacting with us commenting we really appreciate it i'm dustin that's travis we are losing sucks make sure you follow us on twitter at losing sucks and make sure you check out the website over at losing as always thank you again and losing sucks don't do it